This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. and Tamar and our friend Pat. There's a book in there somewhere. There's a book in there? <laughs> yeah. There was a whole series of books and little ah. TV series. What? Postman Pat? Aha. Uh-huh. Ah, so there's a whole book in there somewhere. There's a whole book. And Ginger. <laughs> and Ginger. So thank you for being with us, Pat. Thank you. It's great to be here. Cool. Pull the mic a little bit closer to you, please. We thank got you. instructions to put them there, but we will get them. Okay. Smoochie you. Smoochie you. Okay. Unradio, unscripted, and this morning, most definitely uncensored. And we are doing something amazing. For the first time, the whole of Sex Talk is being filmed. And people are shocked. We are all dressed Absolutely It's so upsetting I think they're disappointed (laughs) more than shocked It's like, uh, that's what they do They just sit sit and talk about sex And it is really, really cool So we are in our expanded orgasm um, Series Series, that's true Yes, and this morning is a live expanded orgasm workshop Teaching you how to do this Which is really cool it is divine. And Pat's come to learn. So Pat knows lots of things, which is really cool. But not about expanded not orgasm. About expanded yet. orgasm. And this is really going to add to you. So thank you for being with us this morning. It's absolutely great to be here and to so learn. Thank you. It's really cool. I kidnapped him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I had some really interesting insights this week about orgasms. Um, let's start with this. Who decided, where did it come from that an orgasm? Was the thing And an orgasm is such a limitation Who decided? Well, wherever it came from Because at some point An orgasm became the thing If you had an orgasm You had done fantastically Yeah And that was what it was all about Look, it does feel good Uh, There's no question of that But the limitation is You are, we are Orgasmic Orgasmic Beings, an orgasm is an incredible limitation. So it's just a, uh, an element. It's one. Mm. In this field of orgasmic possibilities, an orgasm is but one possibility. Mm. And as soon as we are focusing on an orgasm, we cut down on so many pleasure possibilities. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like... So many, so much sensation in our body, so much imagination, yeah. so much potential of pleasure. And here we yeah. are focusing on 30 yeah. se- 20, 30 seconds and, of fun. And once you understand this, then you understand that the definition that we have of orgasm, firstly, is incredibly limited. And we're going to talk a little bit about what most of us consider an orgasm to be. Okay. And that's very, very limited. Mm-hmm. And then... 
Once you decide that that's all that an orgasm is, you actually shut down so many other possibilities. And I've been talking about this lots because if you have that one goal, generally the way that we look at things, when you have a goal, you decide on what that is and what you need to do to get there. And anything else that comes along that's not part of that, we tend to reject. Because the way our mind works, we decide that that's it. And I've been doing this in some of the talks that I've been doing with entrepreneurs is get out of that goal and get into an intention. If your intention is to be orgasmic, if Mm. your intention is to have high states of pleasure, then your experience is likely to be different. And because we get so used to a certain type of stimulation, anything that comes along that's not part of that, we don't know what to do with. Mm. Because we work in terms of patterns. So once you've experienced something once, twice, 30 times, your body locks the pattern in place. And anything that comes along that's different to that, your body and your mind doesn't know what to do with it. So if you have an orgasm from rub, 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 something else comes along that does something totally different and your body doesn't even know what it is because the pattern of rub, 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 rub is there. Okay. So a lot of times what we're doing with sex is we're actually in a memory of stimulation. We're not even in the present time of it. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And we anticipate something specific. We yes. kn- we we know what to expect. Yeah. It's safe. It's it's And that's yeah. what you've said there is such a huge word because what we expect to feel is what we feel instead of what we do feel. Mm. Wow. It's really about mindfulness in the moment and saying, let me have this experience for what it is. That's it. Rather than let me have an, a previous experience again, regardless of what is actually happening. That's it. Because that's what I've experienced 30 times. And that's what I thought it was going to be. And that's what it was. So all I'm doing is experiencing that. I suppose that also raises the an understanding of when people say, oh, you know, um, I haven't had an orgasm ever in my life or I haven't had one in 30 years because, for example, maybe they've been monogamous with one partner because they're locked into the pattern yeah. of not having an orgasm. They didn't even, if their body wanted to, they still can't because they stuck with the, the past experience. And the other thing about that, you're absolutely right, but there's another thing is that often what we think an orgasm is, there might be much more to orgasm. So, A woman who is saying that, for example, might have had orgasmic experiences, but they weren't in, let's say, a media definition of orgasm. Mm. And that also becomes a huge limitation, that mindset. Well, I've got to tell you now my mind is wondering what is the definition (laughs) of an (laughs) orgasm. (laughs) Okay. I still want to get there. (laughs) Okay. So let's start with that. And that's a a great starting point. Mm. So the way that we look at orgasm generally is that an orgasm is a buildup of tension and an explosion and the release of tension. Okay. So as you're getting close to orgasm, everything in your body gets tight. Your muscles get tight. Your breathing gets quick. (gasps) Then you have this big explosion and you scream or shout. If you're the quiet type, you just go, ooh, that was nice. And that's all. Yeah. Okay. So we can draw an (laughs) orgasm like this. Draw orgasm. Ah, you actually drew it. (laughs) 
it's a, it's a wave. It's a mountain. It's so, an orgasm. So you have the build-up of tension, you have the explosion, and then you come down from there. Because this is a contractive experience. Okay, so think about this. All contractive experiences are limited. You can't hold contraction for too long. There's a point at which you yeah. have to let that go. Mm-hmm. So think about if you're in the gym and you are doing an exercise, your muscles are expanding and contracting. Cells in your muscle are sending that information to your spinal cord. It goes up to your brain. Your brain registers how much stretch or tension the muscle can have. Mm. And it starts to send pain signals to your muscle. And eventually you have to stop that to prevent an injury. We hold the contraction, we have the explosion, and then we have to let the contraction go. Yeah. Now that becomes a limitation. Mm. So firstly, how long does the contractive orgasm last? Any ideas? I mean, I know you've had orgasms. Mm. I am presuming that you have had at least one at some stage. <laughs> Not sure. Can't, he can't testify. Uh, well, it's a few seconds thing, right? So yeah. actually for me it changes. Sometimes it's a 10 second, fi- sometimes it's mm. a 30 second. Yeah. But it's not much more than that. And that's the point, that the contractive orgasmic experience is limited because of the contraction. Mm. And that's its nature. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not bad. The nature of it is that that makes it limited. Okay. That's all. Then... There's a time period before we can go back up to that contraction again. So sometimes it might be an hour, sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a couple of days. And even if you get into multiple orgasms, you have all these little peaks and explosions, but eventually there's a point at which your body says, no more. And I have to stop. Mm -hmm. So that becomes a limitation. Mm. The other part of this kind of orgasm is that very often there's pressure and performance involved. So I have to make you come in. You have to buy into the whole thing. And if you don't, then there's something wrong and we're not doing it right and all sorts of things around that. Pressure. The whole concept of chasing the orgasm, either for yourself or for your partner, or chasing the orgasm at the same time and the pressure around doing that. Absolutely. So we're trying to make an orgasm happen instead of allowing an orgasm. Mm -hmm. And I had an experience with somebody yesterday um, in my studio that really expanded this. And it was actually totally different sensations because it was about holding, not moving. Yeah. And the sensation of this was so different. And she experienced it so differently in her body by getting into a different pattern or allowing herself to get out of the pattern into something different. We'll talk more about that. Okay. Okay. So a good analogy for an orgasm is a wave in the ocean. It starts as a little swell. It gathers speed and power, and eventually the wave breaks. Mm. If you're riding the wave, once the wave has broken, the ride's over. To catch the next wave, you have to swim out again through the breakers and wait for your perfect wave whatever that might be. So I remember in a workshop a while ago, there's a woman who said she can only have orgasms on silk or satin sheets. So I thought, okay, if that's your thing, then <laughs> everybody has their thing. Mm-hmm. But what came out during the discussion was that she had no sexual communication with her partner. 
But on the silk or satin sheets, she could scooch herself into a perfect position for the stimulation that she uh, needed. On okay. cotton sheets, she couldn't do that because she couldn't slide around. Clever woman. Mm-hmm. Well. But that was her perfect wave. But the analogy is ideal because you ride the wave, and once the wave breaks, then the ride's over. Mm-hmm. That's it. And in two weeks' time, I'm going to swim in the waves in Mozambique. Fantastic. Yes. But imagine this. Imagine that you're riding the wave, and instead of waiting for the wave to break, you jump onto the wave behind that, and the wave behind that, Mm -hmm. and the wave behind that. And you do that for as long as you like or as long as you can. So the mindset for the experience becomes totally different because it's not about having an orgasm. It's about riding waves of energy and waves of pleasure in your body. So I've got a question there. Yes. So is there a difference between an extended orgasm and multiple orgasms? Yeah, because multiple orgasms generally are are smaller explosions. Okay, so if we go to the analogy of the waves, basically I am jumping from a wave to a series of small waves behind it. But they're contractive. Yes. That's the difference. And And they break. So you have to go catch a small little wave again. And and you just keep doing that because… And there's a point that you you have to stop that again because of the contraction. Okay. Sensitivity. And one of the principles that we're going to work with of this is relaxation. And then you'll see how different it is. And that's why the extended one is… Different because instead of contracting, it's relaxing. That's it. So and it's the, about yeah. expanding. The contraction closes everything. It brings it inwards. All right. The expansion opens it. And this can work for both males and females? Well, male sexual cycle is slightly different. Okay. So the experience for men has to be different. Okay. But you can have pretty similar experience. Great. Okay. Let's find out. Mm. So that's what we're going to do. So the mindset for this is different. That you have to get out of the idea of an orgasm. Mm. And we'll come back and talk about that at the end. But the idea is get out of an orgasm. Okay. So there's no goal for this. The goal of this is an intention of pleasure. Of expanded pleasure, not an orgasm. Great. And that's huge. If you get that... We're doing well. Mm. That's really, really important. Okay. So you create a space for this. Beautiful lighting. You have to be warm. You need lube for this. It doesn't matter how wet a woman gets. You need lube. If you're going to do this for an extended time period. And what does that mean? Because you say, okay, so an average orgasm lasts 10, 20, 30 seconds. You can be in an orgasmic state for over an hour, if not longer. <laughs> okay, that makes it a very different experience. You need lube for this because there's lots of clitoral stimulation. Clits do not self-lubricate, and natural lubrication can come and go, especially if you're doing something for so long. And it just feels so much better. Yes. So, single best lube, coconut oil. Plain coconut oil. Extra set of towels, and here we go. Music, really cool. No music with words. Any idea why? Then you start... Touch me, touch me, touch me, touch me. Mm. Because you're singing the songs in your head, so you're not really present. So music can be beautiful for this. And there's lots of, you know, yoga music, uh, massage music. There's lots of it around. That's Mm. really cool. The lube, lots of towels, lots of cushions. Get snacks if you want. Because when you create the space, you're creating this little bubble of intimacy. Mm. Can I add to that uh, fluids? 
something to drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Absolutely. if your natural lubrication is coming and going, you're obviously physically engaged. Mm-hmm. Keep hydrated. Very important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also possibly with a straw. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes it so much easier. You know, um, Buy think, a straw. You know, I think sometimes when we get into these kind of states, our, court, our fine motor skills may <laughs> be somewhat lacking. <laughs> Use a straw, it makes things a lot easier. True. You've had some experience in these matters, <laughs> young Pat. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, and it does, and it makes things so much easier. And the more comfortable you can be in this, the deeper you can go into the experience. And the other person will receive so much so much more if they feel safe, protected, yeah. loved, cared for. They will mm. let go into the experience. And that's what creating the space is about. It's not only physical comfort, but it's very much emotional comfort. And with your partner, you're saying that we matter. Our pleasure, Mm. our connection, our Mm. intimacy, it comes together in a conscious space, that we're coming into the space with awareness. If I may, so this is my professional mind coming in. We speak about your partners, though there might only be one. We also acknowledge you might have more than one partner at the time. You might. Um, So... You know, the plural means the singular and the singular means the plural. <laughs> so that we include everybody in this. Absolutely. It might even be the solo or the singular. It exactly. Might be. Absolutely. Yeah. So then the person giving this is in charge and you are going to guide your partner through the experience, which means you need to communicate. And there are three things to communicate about. The first is the most important and it's the single biggest sexual secret or one of them that there is. Right. You have to keep your partner breathing deeply and their body relaxed. So you have to watch for signs of tension in their body. Mm. Muscles of their thighs, muscles of their bum, the pelvis lifts, tummy muscles contract. Any tension, you tell her to relax. And as soon as her breathing quickens, you breathe with her. Deep Mm. breath in and deep breath out. Because... The deeper we breathe, the more we relax. The more we relax, the deeper we breathe. Mm. The deeper we breathe, the more we relax. Now, when we're all tight and contracted, what's happening is this is where we're going. Yep. And Heading if we there. get to a certain point. So it's the top of the wave. It's like the, where the wave breaks, yeah. basically. If we get to a certain point, the only way out of here without feeling frustrated is over the top. Now, when you're breathing and relaxing, the energy that you're building up in the pelvis, in the genitals, can spread through the whole body. And that's the first key and clue to riding the waves of pleasure. You said the word frustration, and it's such a key word because if there's a misunderstanding about that, there is tension building in the body. Mm-hmm. And it actually, you feel frustrated because you think your prize is being denied. But if you are keeping conscious of that... The, the, ten, the idea is not to get tensed because we are so, we are, we are just putting on a pedestal a woman being aroused or, or a man in that matter that, oh, I did this to you. You're now reacting to me. So I'm like breathing and I'm panting and I'm, you know, whatever, grabbing the bed and all of that is like great for your ego. <laughs> but actually we are keeping that breath and we're keeping that relaxation, which means also the other person doesn't start to get over frustrated of not coming. And it's, I find it key in my practicing from this amazing technique. So it's just so, so important, even for the idea to get into that mental state of I am relaxing. Mm. 
And because we see sex as such a contractive thing, when we relax in that space, it immediately starts to make it a different experience. You know, when we start to think about the science behind this, the system in the body that uh, works on arousal and allows a man to be erect and a woman to be stimulated is the same system that helps us relax. Yes. You know, when we sit on the beach or in a warm bath and that ah kind of feeling, Mm -hmm. it's the same system that allows us to get turned on. That's why it's hard when we're stressed. You know, with work or traffic or things like that, it's hard to be aroused. Mm. So we're moving from the parasympathetic into sympathetic mm. nerves, and that allows for that relaxation. Uh-huh. Then, when you think about contraction, when you're contracted, all the sensation that is in your pelvis can't move because of contraction. It keeps it there. Okay. When you're relaxed and you're breathing, that can spread through your whole mm. body. So it becomes a whole body experience rather than being localized in your pelvis and genitals. I look forward to seeing the graph of that. Okay. So (laughs) that's the first level of communication, breathing and relaxation. And there are four secrets to this because there's a lot of information in this. And not everybody's going to remember all the information, but I have a resource for you at the end of this. So four secrets. And the first one is breathing and relaxation. Okay. Okay. The second is you have to communicate about how you're touching your partner. Mm. And the only way we know how something feels is if we ask. Now, the easiest way to ask are questions that have a yes or no for an answer. Is this good? A mm. little bit harder. A little bit faster. A little bit slower. Mm. Because I don't want to say to you, how does this feel? Because then you're going to give me a whole essay for an answer. Mm. And you get out of your body into your mind. So, yes, no questions. And there are 10 magic words for sexual communication. Harder, faster, slower, softer, left, right, up, down, deeper, shallower. So I simple. I, I wish I had a whiteboard. Just go. Yeah. You know. But if you get that, then it actually becomes really important because it makes the communication so much easier. Mm. So if I can summarize that. So we had pace, mm-hmm. depth. Um, speed, speed, pressure, pressure, and Left, oh, first. elevation. Yeah, up or down. Okay, because the the yoni is a three sixty yeah. wonderful entry yeah. to the to the shrine. So it's it is it's everywhere. It's and, yeah. and every little millimeter changes yeah. the sensation. So, so. that's Wow, okay. really yeah. important. Things we're learning. I've yeah. never had a, a yoni, so I, I don't know what they feel like. Uh, yeah. But the same thing, if you think about your body and however it is that you'd like to be touched, to give that kind of feedback to somebody makes it really easy. Mm. Mm. True. Yeah. So it opens huge doors for communication, really important. Right. So it's interesting how there's responsibility on both or on all parties involved. True. To say, A, if you're giving this experience then the person or people receiving need to understand themselves to a a, a degree. So, you know, we can't expect this, you know, if if you're about to lose our virginity, don't expect an extended orgasm because chances are we don't understand our bodies well enough yet. Mm. And through this, you really start exploring sensation and you really start to say, well, actually, I don't know that I enjoy this that much. But if you did a little bit faster, how would that feel? Mm. And oh. so experiment. Yeah. That's try, try the and different you can build thing. to and it. So you can start with actually just touch 
generic, you know, touch on yeah. the body. How does it feel when I massage you slower, faster, and yeah. so on? And then slowly you can build to it. But it's it's a it's a great point, Pat. Not everybody. People are used to fucking yeah. in a very maybe traditional, mm. maybe not yeah. a creative way. So very much about that. Yeah. So if we if we are stuck in those patterns, then we perhaps need to play a few games to. To break those and patterns and, this does. and build to this, don't expect to do this tomorrow night. That's no. it. Okay. And that's a really important point. I'm going to come back to that and enlarge on that a little bit. Okay. Third thing to talk about. We all have fears about our genitals, men and women. So as a generalization, what are guys' fears about their genitals? Is it big enough? Is it big enough? And it doesn't matter how big it is, it's never big enough. It's halfway down my thighs. Why can't it be down to my <laughs> knees? <laughs> the fact that it would be useless is irrelevant. Yes. It's one to be big. You know, as, as I've spoken to um, friends and female friends in particular, I have been told there is such a thing as too big. Yes, because it's and painful. Yeah. So, you know, the the question is always, is it big enough? Is it wide enough? Is it hot enough? On yeah. the last show. Does it last yeah, long yeah. enough? So the so, first show on the expanded orgasm, uh, Steve Badansky, that John T. interviewed, the, the one that actually 40 years ago brought the, the expanded orgasm kind of teachings to the Western American world, said that it's, it's just such a wonderful gift because all of a sudden there's no, you know, it's, it's your hands that you're using. So it's so high, high levels totally of pleasure. Irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. As a generalization, what are women's fears about their genitals? It's, smells it's ugly so for most women number one is it's not pretty mm. but when you're sitting in between her legs you're looking at the meaning of life you're looking at the most beautiful thing in the world you have to tell her how beautiful she is and the words that you use are whatever words you are comfy with so you can say you're really beautiful and i love to touch you you can wax lyrical about a thousand petal lotus flower and your lips are so pink and your clit so full so you got such pretty pussy and i love it Got to come from the heart, mm. and you can't say the same thing five times in a row because she knows exactly what you're going to say. Because there's a pattern. That's it. But when you say <laughs> that, and it is from the heart, inside of her, she goes, oh, thank you. And she can just let go a little bit more. Yeah. So if I may ask a question on this. Mm. So if, for example, we're saying your lips are so pink, is that an appropriate time then to touch the lips to show that we are now giving that physical evidence of the words that we're well, using. Well, during this, you're going to do that lots. Yeah. So it's important that during the process of expanded orgasm that you are going to be communicating that. Great. So to go back a step, most important so far, breathing and relaxation, communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next is the position that you do this in, and this is really important mm. for comfort for both people, giving yeah. and receiving. Because mm-hmm. if you're not comfy, you can't relax into the experience. Mm. So for the woman receiving this, lying on her back, cushions under her head, under her neck, under her back, under her bum, whatever she needs to be comfy. Satin sheets. Whatever it is. (laughs) Then for the person giving this, male or female, you have to be comfortable as well. Because if you're not comfy, you can't focus. And you're going to get tired. And you lose interest and then you're not going to be able to be there. So get comfortable however that is for you. And that's really, 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 really important. important. Mm. And just a reminder on this with comfort, temperature as well. Yeah. yeah. So warmth is vital because if you are not warm, you cannot relax into your body. You can't mm. be present. And it's such a simple thing, but it is so 
important. And it's not the same warm, like you just got out of the shower, it's nice and okay in the room, it's a nice summer evening. No, it, can, no. it gets very chilly, even yeah, so even if the temperature is 24. And it's so important. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, huge. can't it's emphasize it enough. Okay, so let us do an anatomy lesson, because that's really important. So this is ginger. And ginger is the model that I use in all my workshops. I think you need to show it there. Yeah. There okay. we go. <laughs> now, so we're going to use the word yoni. So in Tantra, yoni means a pussy. And yoni means sacred space, sacred place. Okay. So every yoni looks different. And the way your yoni looks is the way that you were made by nature. But basic anatomy, outer lips and inner lips. Inner lips form the hood of the clit. Underneath is the head, the little bump that gets hard when you get turned on, which has how many nerve endings? Do we know, more or less? Loads. More or less 8,000 nerves <sighs> devoted to one purpose only, which is? Pleasure. Pleasure. It's the only organ in the human body devoted totally and solely to pleasure. Everything else is multifunction. Clits are just about pleasure. Mm. Then there's a pad of flesh between the clit and yoni opening. So sometimes it's quite narrow, sometimes a little bit wider. That's where the urethra is, where urine comes out. But it's also the outside stimulation point for the G-spot. So it's an area that's filled with nerve endings. Then the yoni opening, perineum, and anus under here. Okay. Cool. Very good. So, ladies, if you have never looked at your yoni, sit with a mirror and say, Hi, and greet every part of your yoni. Good for orientation. And if you're going to use a mirror, make sure, if you're going to use your makeup mirror, make sure you know which side you're using. Because if you use the magnifying side, you're going to get a real fright. (laughs) What? Okay. Okay. So, this is how we start. You're going to pull the hood of her clit back to expose the head. And you're going to put a little bit of lube all around the outside of her yoni but not going inside yet and your other hand just resting under her because that's a position that's very comforting and you're holding the base of her body there's a feeling of safety now this is a very genital experience so you can have as much let's call it foreplay as you like as much Touching, kissing, uh, breathing, all sorts of wonderful things. But it's a very genitally oriented experience. So, very gently, and that's the third secret. So, the first one was breathe and relax. The second one was communicate. The third is gentle. And I really mean gentle. You're going to touch her clit really gently. Mm. Very, very simple. Very, very gentle. So, if people want to watch this, where do they go? Because you're describing something. They go to our Cliff Central page in Facebook. Yes. Okay. Yes, this is on awesome. Sex Talk on Cliff Central, and okay. it is going to be available on the After. podcast, and Perfect. we will send the link okay. out as well. Cool. Okay. So you can make circles. You can make little circles around the big circle. You can go up and down. You can go across. Letters of the alphabet on her clit are awesome, and the ones that give the most amazing sensation are M. W and Z. Mm. You can write ABC, I love you, I wish you'd come so I can go to sleep. And if she can <laughs> read that, you know you're in serious trouble. <laughs> That's a joke. And so the nice thing about using the alphabet 
is that it's a breaking of a pattern. Yes. It's not only up or down, left or right, Absolutely. or yes. circle, clockwise, yeah. anticlockwise. It keeps us guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I mean, if you're sitting there for an hour, hour and a half, you know, I know that my mind wonders. That yeah. keeps me entertained yeah. a little bit. So the thing is that one of the things about mm. this is that it creates incredible intimacy because you really have to focus on your partner. And if your mind does wander, which our minds do, but if your mind does wander, all of a sudden, that's where your partner is. Mm. Okay. Now, this is what we're actually doing with this. As you're stroking her clit, you're going up the face of the wave because you're building up that energy. You're building up sensation. Now, if you imagine that from naught to an orgasm is 100%, we are not going to go more than about 60 or 70%. Uh-huh. So we're building up that energy through stroking, through stimulation. You're building that up. You're building that up. And at a certain point, you're going to change what you're doing. And you're going to guide your partner through two or three or four or five really deep breaths. And as you do that, all that energy that you've been building up spreads through her body. And when you do something different with your finger, it's a different wave of sensation. Fuck, it is. And then you're building that up again, and it's a different wave of sensation. And it's a different wave of sensation. So when you do the same thing too much, firstly, we lose the sensitivity. And secondly, we go towards orgasm. But when you're doing something different and you breathe and you relax in that, all that energy spreads through the whole body and it becomes a very different experience. And at the same time, you are communicating with her on what she's experiencing and how she wants to be touched. So you really have to focus on her body. And that focus creates intimacy because you're there. So often during sex, our minds go to work, they go to shopping, they go to TV, they go to movies, they go to all sorts of things. They come back to being present. We go back to whatever it is we're doing in our minds. This keeps that there. Now, you don't go inside until either she asks for you to be inside of her or you ask or if your fingers are here she contracts so that your thumb or finger might actually get sucked inside of her yoni now this is important because when the clitoral stimulation is so intense and so focused she might not want anything internal or not for a long time the only way we know that is if we ask Because a lot of guys live for the fact that as soon as I can get my finger or my cock inside, I'm happy. If I may say this as well, I mean, this experience is really about the pleasure of your partner. And you can derive pleasure from watching them have pleasure. And so being selfless in that thing of, oh, I want to be inside and waiting. um, And I, I would almost err on... Asking later rather than earlier. Yeah. So rather ask too late than too early. Yeah. So the thing with this is that it's a gift of pleasure that you give to your partner. And when you give a gift, give it in the fullness of that. That creates incredible safety for a woman to let go into this. Because there's a great level of conditioning that if I do something nice for you, you have to do something back. So be altruistic in this intention. Yeah. And 
if the knowledge that I have to do something back afterwards is there, very often she can't let go fully into it because mm-hmm. <gasps> where is this going to take me if I let go? Then the breathing and the relaxation takes you through all these waves of pleasure, which is a very different experience. So you have to keep your mind on that, not on let's have an orgasm. Keep it relaxed because that spreads and these sensations move through the whole body. And that's why I just wanted to say to, it doesn't matter if it's the same sex partners, it doesn't really matter if it's a male or female, please give the gift of communicating back because if you know how happy I feel while you're giving me that amazing, amazing experience, that will just build, you know, our relationship to a whole different level. Yeah. We got such a cool message from, from somebody. It says, I won the Yoni massage video from you guys a year or two ago. Cool. I think I would like to experience this in its truest form. My ex was always in a rush and the word pattern is exactly what he relied on. Thank mm. you, Cindy. Yeah. But that really says it all because that's what we do. And this gets you out of that pattern. Now, when we're breathing and relaxing, we really get into our bodies and we get into the feelings into the sensations into the emotions and away from the resentment from the anger from all this out of the pattern and out of the performance and just into feeling and experiencing Mm. so it becomes such a different experience because of that it's 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 changing like i think it's a it's a medicine yeah and it really does it's one of the most powerful practices to help change our patterns so let's talk a little bit about about internally okay so everybody's looking for the g-spot a lot of women don't think they have a g-spot but let's do a little quick guide to that so the g-spot is a gland it has about 40 ducts and it secretes fluids concerned with three things the first is fertility the second is your entire hormone balance and the third is fluid that you can ejaculate so in porn terms that's called squirting that's for another day okay so to well, there was a an episode about so, a year back. So you heard. <laughs> yeah, there yes, was an episode about a year back, I believe, yeah. where we did live squirting and we explained did. how to do that. So mm-hmm. that should be on the on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So to find the G spot, you start looking on the upper wall of her yoni, more or less at approximately one and a half to two centimeters inside. For some women, a little bit deeper, a little bit shallower. So it's between one and two knuckles. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, pick a point and quite gently just make like a come here movement with your finger. As soon as she feels like she needs to wee, to urinate, you're in the right place because the tube that goes from the bladder to the outside runs just across the top of that. Mm. And as you're stroking that, you irritate that tube slightly. Mm. The sensation is that you need to wee. Now, in some women, that gets very, very strong. And that's where a lot of women stop that exploration because it gets so uncomfortable. The deeper that you breathe and the more you relax, the quicker that sensation changes and it starts moving into pleasure. So this just takes me back to, you know, we're talking about preparation, temperature, food, drink. Maybe you go to the bathroom before you do this, have a bath. So all of the the mechanics and the the distractions are taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What you feel under your fingers when that little area starts to arouse is that the skin changes texture. It becomes corrugated, kind of like corduroy, and it will bulge down slightly. 
So what bulges down at the beginning of the arousal is about the size and shape of a white butter bean. You know, the white beans that you put in soups and stews, that's more or less what you feel. Now, in some women, and in a high state of arousal, that little butter bean literally becomes a golf ball. That will come so almost like golf? all the way down here. Now, that doesn't happen to every woman, and it doesn't happen every time, mm. and it doesn't mean anything. It has nothing to do with how much pleasure you experience. Yeah. So, so don't chase it. That's it. So now we get into the interesting part of this, which is the multitasking part. Because <laughs> So now you need to start having a relationship with the woman. Of course. <laughs> this this finger end. never stops on her clit because that's what's <laughs> driving this whole thing. And this hand is doing something different. Mm. And you're telling her to breathe and to relax. And you're telling her how beautiful she is. And you're finding out how you're touching her. Now, that's a lot of stuff all at once, especially for a lot of men. But it's possible. So here's the thing. Four secrets. Touch gently. Communicate. Breathe and relax. Change your stroke. If you do that and only that, then every time you do this, it's going to be a really beautiful and loving and pleasurable experience. Mm. Different. And over time, you'll get more comfortable with True. it. Because remember this, it's a practice. Mm. So practice means that when you do something new that you haven't done before, it might be uncomfortable and you're not sure of what you're doing. You know, you get a new phone, you learn how everything on the phone works. You get a new car, you learn how everything in the car works. You go to, to gym or yoga and you do something different, it takes time to become comfortable with something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And part of this is a physical experience. So on that, different and uncomfortable is different to painful um, so if it's hurting, if it's painful, it's probably the wrong way. Yeah. So just relax. And that's where it. we need to communicate both ways. I mean, um, I think back to diving, you know, your partner can only know how you look. They don't know how you feel. So if something that they're doing they think is pleasurable it's your responsibility. is yeah. actually hurting, mm. then you have to Then please kindly and gently let your partner know. Yeah. You know, um, I hear you on that one. It's so true. It's like you're not a mind reader. What What are you mm. reading there? Ah, so it's from Cindy. Good Lord, I'm struggling to concentrate on my work here this morning. That's Hi, Cindy. And of course, we'd love for you to have the experience in its truest form. Cindy, so, next week we're having a live expanded yes. orgasm on me. So why don't you fly quickly and we'll just have – because John D knows to do it with both hands. So that's just a little teaser for what's yeah. happening next show. Yeah. So the important thing with this is to understand that touch gently, communicate, breathe and relax, change your stroke. It's mm. always going to be a beautiful and loving experience. Okay. Now, there is a point with this at which you've had enough. Now it's time to stop. You don't just stop and say, okay, I'm ready. My turn. <laughs> You need to come down from that space. So imagine that you've been out in the ocean and you're riding these really big waves. We're going to slow everything down and start to come into the beach. So you're just going to touch a little bit slower, breathing and relaxing and just slowing everything down. And you're going to take at least three, four, five minutes to slow everything Mm. down. How do we know when to do that? Because there's a point. Firstly, the communication will tell you. And... 
my recommendation is the first time you do this, don't try and do it for more than 10 or 15 minutes because you're not putting pressure to get it right. And to hold higher states of pleasure, your body needs to almost get used to that. So fitness. If you're used to a 30-second orgasm and all of a sudden you have 10 minutes of pleasure, that's a very different experience. Emotionally as well. So you kind of build up to being able to be in the space Mm. for longer. Mm. It's like think about yoga. You know, you start out and you can't touch your toes. It takes you time to get from wherever you are to touch your toes. Mm. And to stay there means that you need to keep practicing. And if you want to go further or deeper into that, you keep practicing. So it's the same kind of idea. So start slowly with this. It's about pleasure. It's not a performance. It's about pleasure. So slow down, slow down, slow down. Love it. Then you're going to put your hand over her yoni like that and spread all of this beautiful energy up her body and down her legs. So when you say that, we've got our hand over the yoni. One hand. One hand. Do we use the other hand to yes. rub the body, so just, rub the no, legs? Yeah, yeah just, so not, not just not rub yourself. No, no. So rub, you're just rub her moving body. the energy away from her yoni, mm-hmm. up her body and down. Her. You're spreading it through the whole body. And I, I suggest when you do this, imagine that you can feel the energy, push it through your hand and up her body. I know it sounds, no, you if do you've never intention. done this, if you you've do never done this before, it sounds like, um, magic or, or something strange, but imagine as though you're pushing this, this feeling. Yeah. If you can visualize you're pushing something through her body, that will yeah. help. And that's what it is. And, and sometimes she'll be shivering and she'll be shouting. She'll be crying. She'll be aching for a fuck. Whatever the case may be, it's important yeah. to bring it to yeah. a closure. Also not to maintain the pattern. Yeah. The important thing then is this ends the way that she would like it to end. You've been doing this for 15 minutes. You're climbing the walls with horniness and you're ready to just jump on top of her and do your thing. It's a gift of pleasure for her. And that means it ends the way she would like it to end. So she might want to have an explosive orgasm. Use your hands, use your mouth, use your fingers, use a toy. She might want to have sex or make love. She might just want to be held and cuddled. And she might turn over and go to sleep and you think, but what do I do now? It's really simple. You have two hands. You have lube. Great lube. <laughs> if you weren't meant to pleasure and yourself, tall. your arms would be this short. <laughs> this is like the pe- that's why penguins no. are like very that's miserable. <laughs> but the important thing with this is if you give a gift of pleasure, give it to the fullness of that. Mm. That creates safety. That creates trust. That means you're able to go deeper into exploring, deeper into pleasure. If you break that trust... There's no reason to go back there again. So give it to the fullness of that. And the interesting thing is that this raises sexual energy in the body. So you might not have sex then and there, but in the days to come, you're likely to have more sex. True that. But when you give that freedom, it becomes a beautiful expression. And give that gift of pleasure because that is really honoring for your partner. Mm. And that's really, really important. Jonty, that was delicious. So to go back, the most important things with this, touch gently, communicate, breathe and relax, change your stroke. And if you do that, you're always going to have a beautiful, loving experience. Now, don't ever go into this with an expectation of how you're going to feel because we are different every day. 
Our bodies are different. Chemicals are different. Hormones are different. Emotional states different. Sexual energy is different. Let it be what it is. And as Tamar said, sometimes it is so sexual. Sometimes it's really emotional. Sometimes it's an out-of-body experience. Let it be what it is. And it will always be a beautiful experience. Now that's a short version of the expanded orgasm lesson. So Cindy said that we gave a DVD away before. I don't remember that, but I'm happy to give one expanded orgasm DVD download away. Mm. Can can I volunteer for that? <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll get have one to with yeah, you'll, you'll have to practice Absolutely. with this. So how are we going to do this? Let's say on the Cliff Central Facebook page on not Cliff Central Sex Talk on Cliff Central Facebook page. Mm-hmm. The first person who Writes the four secrets. Touch gently. Nice, communicate. Breathe and relax. Change your stroke. We'll get a free and DVD download. And you've been giving download. the answer. so sweet. And I have created an ebook for this. Yeah, which, which is really good. Which has all the information. If you would like that, we're giving it as a gift. Send an email to jaunty at eroslife.co.za. And it's so helpful. And I will send you the ebook as And then laminate it because I'm telling you it's really hard to <laughs> click. I have now pages full of coconut so oil. That's what we are going to do. Okay. And that is an outline of expanded orgasm. There's more, it's but so that's good. beautiful. So that's mm. what time allows us to do today. Okay. Thank you. This has been really cool to be able to share this with you. Thank you. It's been enlightening and uplifting. Thank you. It truly has been. Thank you. Next week, we are going to share a live expanded orgasm experience with you and talk about how you experience this. Um, Your partner will be with us to talk about his experience of it. And that is so beautiful and exciting. And uh, thank you for sharing that with us. It's amazing. The reason I I decided to have a a live experience with you is because I just, your teachings have changed my life. And I want every person in the world to have more pleasure and to experience what the healing that I experienced. So I just would like to make it more approachable and just to help people to relate to the experience, to know it's not something that they need to be very different people than you and me. They just have to have the right tools like you gave today. And I would love to just share this experience with other people that would love to go there and just scared or maybe it's Thank far. You. Yeah. So go to uh, sex talk. On Cliff Central on mm-hmm. Facebook, um, eroslife.co.za, and these gifts are there for you. So that's what we are doing next week. This is cliffcentral.com.